fuck? <laughs> what happened? I really needed to sneeze. I was trying to hold the sneeze. That's okay. As long as you hit... Re- we have Craig. It's fine. You, you <laughs> ate the sneeze sneeze fruit. Did you? I was trying to hold my sneeze until after I clapped, but then I couldn't do it. The clap of your nostrils will signal the start of the recording. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I've sneezed at three seconds, so... What the fuck is on your list? <laughs> Hello. That was so aggressive. Hello and welcome to Pod of Creator, the world's number one and only podcast officially sponsored by the Kyber Corporation. We are here with you today recording our wrap-up episode of the Dark Siders arc of Yu-Gi-Oh! 5G's nearly set GX there. I haven't been here in a while. Hi, is everyone else? Who's with me? Hi, I'm Sarah, by the way. I'm Dan. Uh, I'm Audrey. I'm Max. Let that synchro in. Mm-hmm. Oh, you really wanted to go last. Okay, I understand. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I, d- I thought of it in the shower, and I was like, yeah, that's something. It's not, but uh-huh. we're coming. Look, <laughs> we talked a lot about One Piece beforehand, which kind of like preemptively derailed us. Okay, every time we talk about One Piece, I'm going to... I'm gonna. Um... We, we, we put a quarter in the pirate jar. <laughs> um, Did you guys know that Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds is the best Yu-Gi-Oh! series so far? I it's, think that's a fair assessment. It's certainly a good one. I don't agree with you, but I uh-huh. do think it's a very good one. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the first time, Audrey. <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely agree that Aki Iozoi is the best Yu-Gi-Oh character so far. That changed my mind. That's probably true. That is probably true. true. The, the only know. one, the only one who actually I think has competition with her is Carly. Oh my yeah. god! You mean my great. wife. Um, I, I we need more characters like Carly. So girls. Yeah, uh, girls. Well, yes, we need more women in Yu-Gi-Oh. It took him until now to write Yu-Gi-Oh girls. They, <laughs> yeah. Even as someone who is as weirdly obsessed with a dual monsters character as I am, I do mm-hmm. not think he is as good a character as the 5D's cast are. I think the mm-hmm. 5D's cast sort of far and away is the best cast we've seen. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that is absolutely Th- that, true. That that I can say say without yeah. without argument. <laughs> I am as, the- as characters, they all like they all feel exactly as they should be. Yeah, I am so overjoyed that Crow got a signer mark at the very end there. Like, yeah. he deserves it mm-hmm. so much. Finally, justice for characterization just- being justice good. Justice for Shulk. Justice for um, Shulk. He deserves it. I think, I think you know, compared to, like, dual monsters, I don't think GX had, very, like, really fleshed out characters, frankly. Not really. Uh, mm-hmm. um, they had funny just, characters. They had yeah, funny characters, yeah. but they didn't feel like actual people. GX is was if GX was fucking around, this is finding out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think Dual Monsters had very strong characters, but it wasn't the entire cast. Yeah, some of right, them were there, a little. There were Dual based. Monsters. I think Dual Monsters didn't need to have strong characters for the story it was telling. But five Ds does. Eh, I think. I mean, I think it needed to have at least some of them. But like the point, the point I'm trying to make is that I think dual monsters had extreme, like some characters who were extremely strong, um, mm-hmm. and some some of them I think stronger than the five Ds cast. But they were a select few, right. as opposed to mm-hmm. the entire thing. Whereas there is not a weak member, in my opinion, of the like main five Ds cast. I mean, the no. the support characters. Who gives a shit? And uh-huh, even they're uh-huh, better yeah. support characters, frankly. Rash yeah, fucking six. fucking Mikage, I care her. Ushio, fucking Ushi- Ushi- Ushio's Ushio? like the best character in Five T. Unfortunately, we care him. They took, yeah, they took a character that was in one episode of season zero and made him a major cast member. Yeah, and he's great. It's There's great. one blue life that matters. There's so. Yeah, so I think I think my feeling is that just like across the board, there's really no weak characters in five Ds that have any actual importance. That's where you're wrong, Kaiba. My five Ds cast has no weak characters. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> what five Ds? 
I think is missing that like Geo Monster has had was like storyline. Yes. Um I still I mean it's just kind of the standard stuff, you know? Like five Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm-hmm. by Kazuki Takahashi was I, Okay. You know, and it this feels like a different thing. I think I think mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you know, it's a story of like ancient destiny, I suppose. Um I feel like what 5Ds does that you didn't really get with GX. With GX, the setting was so much more important than like most other settings. Oh, GX had no plot. G- they were just GX yeah. was just like it was fucking. It was season of the week with GX. Oh yeah, GX was just vibes, just vibes, <laughs> which is but fine. with GX, GX had so much more of a sense of place because it's basically like entirely in Dual Academia. Yeah. They were in hell for a good minute. Um, but but the whole you always went back to Dual Academia and fi- like. With with Duel Monsters, yeah, Battle City, but like it's an entire it Duel Monsters. Like you're always going to different places, and like they're a lot more like they don't need to be as fleshed out. With Five Ds, the setting is so fucking core and key to it, and it works mm. so yeah, well. Yeah, like yeah, having the the whole you know Domino and Satellite like is such a fucking cool place to set this whole story in, and it I would do, not work otherwise. I yeah. do think that another core difference between Five Ds and Duel Monsters, especially, is that. Ultimately, because of his editors, um, Duel Monsters ended up being a tournament series. Mm-hmm. Right. Almost every arc, mm. except for Millennium World, was a tournament. And 5Ds is not that. Yeah. yeah. 5Ds has a tournament right. at the start. It's going to have a tournament later on. But uh, it's not really going to be and, much and beyond there's that. The, the whole part, and the the way that Duel Monsters told the story was through the tournaments, right? Like if you look at like mm-hmm. Duelist Kingdom, that's how it explains starts explaining the Millennium items, and yeah. and like the fact that like oh he's not the only one with one of these things. What's up with that? Fucked up, right? Um, yeah. And then Battle City is like, hey, this is what the plot of the show is. You lost your goddamn memory. You need to get it back. Um, but it's mm-hmm. done through tournaments, right? And like the way that a Tem receives all these things is by winning tournaments. Mm-hmm. That's not how at all how plot is mm-hmm. distributed through Five Ds. And I think to Five Ds credit. So okay, yeah. okay, okay. Here we okay. Let's. I've got a. I've got an approach. I want to try. If you. Mm-hmm. Conceive of Yu-Gi-Oh! the IP, the Yu-Gi-Oh! the media property, as a reason to have duels on screen, then the way, like, the tournaments, like, the way that 5Ds approaches the how are we gonna animate all these duels to make people buy our cards, 5Ds approaches that very, like, differently to how the Duel Monsters tournament stuff did it. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like, the, the I feel like like the original Yu-Gi-Oh manga obviously was not it was just general games and so it's like yeah, it was saw that was kind of like <laughs> like that plus millennium world is like oh Kazuki Hashi has like this amazing story about like ancient Egypt and games and and just good story good story to tell and then it's like oh the, mm-hmm. the these cards are making a lot of money can you put more of that in the kind of more most straightforward approach to that is like oh let's have some tournaments and then we'll use these tournaments to tell the stories you can sort of lay that on top of Jewel Monsters and it may or may not hold water but 5Ds is very different feeling it's like like mm-hmm. all the duels are like <sighs> they feel in service to the plot yeah but it's like it, mm-hmm. it's it's it kind of feels like I, to me I don't know if this resonates with you Sarah but mm-hmm. to me I feel like they're kind of opposite whereas in Duel Monsters the duels drove the plot in 5Ds the plot drives the duels yeah, the, a lot that of that makes sense. It's like the, the conflict between characters is resolved by dueling in five Ds. Yes, like very much so. Yep. The like, especially with the oh, yeah. Aki and Misty stuff, because I I watched the the Aki Misty Mirror Labyrinth duel today. So good, and it was very like impressive. It was f- very radical. Yeah, it was very impressive how they were like, mm. this is, I'm going to play this card and this card is going to tell our story. I don't feel like I would see that in the preceding Yu-Gi-Oh's. Yeah. I've been thinking about like how 
I th- like why I still, even with that, think that Duel Monsters has the stronger plot. And for me, no, no, I should say, I think Five Ds has a great plot. I really like Five Ds. Oh no, this shit rules. Yeah, yeah, everything. I yeah, really like Five Ds, especially after coming off from GX, which frankly I didn't enjoy that much. Um, for exactly the, this re- the reason that it didn't have any plot that I could follow. <laughs> I really like 5Ds, but what I think is really fascinating about Dual Monsters is that it almost exists as a prequel to itself, by which Mm. I mean you know how it's going to end Yeah, before you get there. Mm -hmm. Because you find out in the middle of the series, this is how you end the story, right? As soon as Ishizu shows Yugi the tablet and says, you need to regain your memory, Mm. you're like, oh, that's how it's going to go. Um, right. That's our goal. Right? And and everything else is just getting to that point. And I really like mm. when prequels are done very well, mm. where you are given an expectation and that expectation is met, but it is done in an interesting way to engage you throughout that process. Yeah. Um, I'm, I started watching, for example, Better Call Saul. Uh-huh. Ah, this week the, Yu- and, the Yu-Gi-Oh prestige television and really. like you you but you know where better if you watch Breaking Bad you know where better call Saul's yeah, going you know where he goes yeah like you know where that's going mm-hmm. the joy of it is seeing the process of getting there um and I think dual monsters makes promises that it fulfills and that is very satisfying yeah. to me as a viewer um Mm-hmm. It's not like a massive check that they can't right. cash. Like it's it's not as far as the story goes. It's not like it's huge stakes. It's like it's just a clear goal. Which is yeah, it's a clear goal. And comparing I mean, that to G- GX, again, it's GX like um, but with five Ds, this isn't necessarily <laughs> yeah. bad. Sorry, just to finish my thought, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep going. I'll I'll say my thing after you. Yeah, yeah. Very quickly, five Ds. For the record, like I said, I think has a good plot. It just hasn't made any promises yet. Mm. I have no idea mm. where this is going. I'm I'm enjoying the ride, but it hasn't made any promises yet. And I just find that structure more interesting mm-hmm. to follow, mm-hmm. to yeah. see if it's done well, than sort of the open-ended nature of it. But I think it's still a gr- good show. Yeah. Done? Something I want to say about uh, the three series we've gone through so far is a bit about pacing mm. uh i think uh uh dual monsters uh dual monsters and gx both have and honestly even a little bit of 5ds have always had like some pacing issues uh dual monsters you've got a clear like three act structure but then you've got we we just we're just gonna slide a little extra uh act in between uh, an intermission, if you will, uh, g- just to like make the series go on a little longer. Mm. Uh, GX has mm. has uh, both the benefits and the problems of uh, your average sort of like uh, monster of the week type show, where uh, for the most part it's it's like just here's some here's different stuff happening every time, and oh, there's like five episodes left. We have to do the plot now. <laughs> uh, uh, and I think 5Ds has definitely had way less of either of those problems. Uh, uh, I will say it, it, it is a little, like, it is a little silly, uh, in the Dark Signers arc where, when, uh, Yusei is, uh, backseating all, f- all the other, uh, duels because he has to be on screen. Yeah. But he has to. He loves the limelight. We all know this about him. Uh huh. He has to be there. But uh, I think overall, like five Ds. I don't. I don't. I. I filler is a word that gets thrown around a lot. Uh, but I think what's important about distinguishing, like, what is and isn't like necessary, is more just like. Uh, if you walk away from an episode and you feel like, well, that was a waste of my time, then that's, that's, that's more of a problem than, yeah. Yeah. uh, you know, it, it, it always feels like I'm getting a better sense of the, uh, 
of uh, the story as, as each episode progresses, I suppose is what I'm saying. What 5Ds does huh? better than what GX did is, I mean, this this is just like repackaging what we're really saying, but it's like, it does a good job of like using the information that you get at the very beginning to like, mm. you know, cohesively, sensibly continue the mm. story. And like we, going back to like what you said about how Duel Monster had you know a couple of filler arcs along the way to like you know spice things up. I love GX. Every season feels like it could be a, a, a filler arc of like yes. a bigger show, mm-hmm. just because of how like sort of inconsequential things end up because being. There's, no plot. there's a couple of things that stick around. Sayo sticks around. I love him, but it's like he didn't need to show up again. Like. Mm-hmm. The, you, it should have been about Yubel from the very there, beginning. There is no overarching plot to GX. Did oh, yeah. I was actually wondering this because the thing that five D, I think the reason that five D's like nuts. five five D's nuts, five D's plot, it feels like ah, oh, Jill monsters, but again, um, yep. very much, and it's well done, but it's still like oh, oh, cool, yeah. this again. I yeah. liked this the first time. Let's do it again. And it's really well done, and there's really good characters here, but it is still kind of like, a, oh yeah, it's, we all know the drill of like, the ancient civilization that was based on gaming that was coming back, and yeah. we have to do it again. Like, did GX have any of that? It had some stuff, but it's never... I would say, on one hand, it's never overbearing, but on the other hand, when it does show up, I think it feels a little more copy-paste than it does in 5Ds. GX's was much more about, Mm -hmm. like, parallel universes than it was about, like, ancient history. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes so long to get there, too. And then none of it matters. And then none Uh of it matters. Judai goes to the stars. (laughs) He sure does. He died. (laughs) I I can't believe... First, the first first point. I can't believe that GX uh, ended in season three and Judai died. Uh, also, I can't. Re- I can't believe this is the end of Five Ds. I want a great ending. Wait, was this the? Is this this where it stopped in a dub? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I don't know. Yeah, this is like, but, the, but this thing, could be. I was about to say, I thought we had another season before we got to that point. No. Oh, we're we're not even. Ha- we're like two fifths done with Five Ds. No, no. The bit that I'm going for is that I watched this episode and I was like. What is this not the end of the show? Yeah. Yeah. Like, this feels so overwhelmingly like, yeah, great. This is the end of this is the like they did like a mini kind of tournament arc and then they had the big world ending. Uh ancient civilization is gonna come like this is the reason for the signers existing. Their purpose has not been wrapped up and they're gonna go and live happily ever after as duelists. Mm-hmm. And and then I just Are you telling me they keep going? Are you telling me there's more? I, yeah, I what? that's the thing. I I'm intrigued. Everyone says that, like, the first part of 5Ds is the best part. I've seen a lot of people say the last part's also the best part. Mm-hmm. So who, who can say who, for who sure? Knows? But, like, as this is, it's so cohesive. It's so tight. Like, but but it leaves just of enough threads that I... I I imagine that they will reasonably have more to pull on. Because, I mean, Crow's, Crow's a signer, yeah. But also, they're still the... I mean, like, yeah, they're going to still be the signers, but there has to be another threat, what I, surely. They have real dragons. I, I, I've talked about this before, but what I do like about right. 5Ds, within specifically within the context of dual monsters, is uh, it does what I wish GX had done, which is build on the lore of the original series. Right? right? Like, yeah, sure. If ancient Egyptians had Ka and Ba and were able to access monsters in it, why not any other ancient civilization? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah, it's, it's yes on that. And I know it doesn't happen, but I would love for, like, all the future series to be like, fuck it, next one takes place in, like, Iran. Like, it's gonna be Babylonia, baby. Yeah. yeah. Like, like one in China, ta- one in India, talk about the, like, ancient civilization that mm-hmm. came there. Put one in fucking Sicily. We'll talk about the how the ancient Romans dealt with all this shit. It's psychopomps. Mm-hmm. Like five, five G's. Uh, the G, the G stands for Gilgamesh. A hundred percent. That's yeah. A hundred percent. Dual monsters were the first Yowie. You think? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dual monsters, <laughs> yaoi. So we get the, yeah. the Gilgamesh and Kidu, like, um, yeah. dueling bro TP in the kind of, oh, that would be <laughs> bro TP, please. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. You know exactly what I mean. <laughs> they se- They seem like very good friends. <laughs> They seem like very good friends. I like him in Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, you know, I re- so I really, really like that. The idea that, like, uh, fuck it. Like, if this was a force that was being reckoned with in ancient civilizations and that somehow time just forgot, but that doesn't mean that, like, other places didn't have it. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, it is, like, you can very much tell that um, the writers of 5Ds aren't hyper-fixated on ancient Aztec society in the way that Kazuki Takahashi seems to be hyper-fixated on ancient Egypt. Um, that really does come through mm-hmm. in 5Ds. It's it's good, it's well done and well-researched, but it's not, like, it doesn't feel alive in that's, the way that yeah. Egypt did. And, and I think that's yeah. also part of the reason why I like Dual Monsters more, is that you can really feel the passion. Like, you can feel, like, yeah. the oh, yeah. autistic passion. <laughs> That went, for lack of a better word, uh, that went into that, the the writing of that series. Um, And I think, I I mean, I think that's a a couple things. One is that, you know, Dual Monsters was written by one guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Five, everything that came after that was like a group effort. What does actually, what does really shine through in 5Ds is the the duels. Uh, Like, as people have said to us, they were all right. And as in, they were all correct. Yeah, um, no, the the director, like, all, all of the anecdotal evidence I've recovered is the director, like, plays competitive Yu-Gi-Oh! So every, every character, every character's deck, the reason, like, they don't all have, like, monsters themed after themselves mm-hmm. because it's like, well, in real life, you have a mix of cards that, like, s- support the archetype. So that's why Yusei has all these, like, you know, kind of, like, weird, small, cute monsters just because, like... That's what a real duelist would have, like, to help get your the big author- guys out. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just makes it feel more authentic. The author of the manga also plays competitive Yu-Gi-Oh, by the way. Oh, let's fucking Hell go. Yes. The 5Ds manga. Because I'm watching, I'm watching all these episodes, like, I really need to learn how to play mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh. No, you don't. To fully appreciate this. All of his omake are about him competing, <laughs> basically. Oh, like, yeah. it's all for, for Koma omake about him competing in tournaments. It's like, all right, that's nice. <laughs> Good for that you, rules. dude. Good for you. Um, so I'm on the yugioh.fandom.com slash wiki slash darksiders brackets arc. Um, I'm, like, I have, there's, like, a little summaries for, like, little backstories. Um, if I kind of, like, go through them, we can refresh and say a little things of of what what we think of those. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, we've got a few little sections just to, just to refresh our brains. So the first one here is backstory of satellite. The brothers Roman apparently is what he's called in the dub, mm-hmm. which I did not. It's know. literally Rex and Roman. That's yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> brothers Rex and Roman both resided in satellite and worked with Mister and Mrs. Fudo. Did his parents not get names? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, Roman, who was a cider, got a. This is Professor Fudo. Do project with his body hey, Daddy, if you're nasty. Moves his brothel charm, gives so it to Rex, causing zero verse charm, transforming himself into dark side. Okay, yeah, Rex and Roman. What do we think of those guys? Uh, uh, fucking. I really. It's so. So they, they do it in the OP. You see all these cool angles. You see all the signers, and then you see like, uh, Rex. Or I just call I call him Godwin and Rudger, right? But yeah, he's he's Rex Godwin and Rudger Godwin. Don't know why they changed him to Roman, but you see him in the OP like all these like vi- evil, vicious looking angles of him in front of like the signer symbols. So like you know he's evil, but you just never know when the other shoe is gonna drop. So the whole time he's he's there, he's such a fun character because you know that like he is doing some really shady shit, mm-hmm. but he's also doing a really well. I mean. I, he's not doing a good job hiding it. All the other characters are just too stupid to realize it. But it's just really fun seeing him interact with everyone because you know that, like, he's clearly the bad guy. But it's it's fun when, like, you know, the bad guy is someone who's been hanging with you the whole time. Mm-hmm. I feel like the series keeps it very ambiguous as to whether he's a straight-up villain or if he's just, like, a weird kind of sus, morally gray ally to the team. Well, like, they hold on right. to it for, like... Until the very last second, basically. What I what I really like about both of them is I'm very much into the idea of the big bad who is not actually the big bad. Who like mm. like right? Yeah, he's the first. Like, big they bad. get defeated, and then again, like it's one of those, particularly for Rutgar, but it's one of those like road to hell paved with good intentions kind of things, mm. where 
it's like not only are they not the main villain right but they're not even like that villainous really it's like they made a decision their circumstances suck like it's not necessarily excusable but like you understand why they did the things they did and they become sympathetic and like i would be very unsurprised that they got the vegeta treatment both of them Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. moving forward after realizing well, and particularly given their like backstory of them choosing between two gods right yeah and then like you've chosen poorly basically yeah. of <laughs> of them coming around and being like all right well fuck that let's go like mm-hmm. we've nothing left to lose at this point mm-hmm. might as well do the right mm-hmm. thing for once yeah, yeah like i know i think Earlier in the season, I was like, all right, all the signers are gonna, the dark signers who have died are gonna come back. And like, I genuinely really assumed that Rutger was gonna come back and that him and Rex were gonna, mm-hmm. I don't know, get normal jobs in the government and still be sus, but also still there and like kind of friends now. And seeing them just kind of like walk off into the afterlife or together or whatever, I was like, oh shit. Oh, they're just leaving? No, come back. Um, it it feels like them being brothers didn't end up mattering that much because like you, you learn their brothers like kind of at the very very end of it. Uh, I think it kind of matters. I mean, I, I think it matters a lot for Rex. I think it. Yeah, yeah, for Rex. I think I think an interesting thing about Roman is just that is how he is ultimately just uh, he's resigned to fate. Uh, that's kind of his whole deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm supposed to be the bad guy, so I guess I've got to be the bad guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're fun villains. I like to see them. I like to see them do their silly mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I like it when brothers. Yeah. I like it when brothers. I'm saying this, and I'm pointing to Fullmetal Alchemist. You guys got a um, lot of brothers. <laughs> robot arm. Robot arm. Robot arm. Uh, my brother gave me my arm so I could do fucked up shit. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um... The next little subheading is the Enforcers and Kaelin. That would be Team Satisfaction in the sub. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. How, how do you feel? How do you feel about Team Satisfaction? That was cool. No, I, I mean, seeing Kiryu's, like, de- descent, basically, mm-hmm. like, of of him, it's, like, never being enough for him, of, like, taking over all the gangs, and then, like, picking a fight with the cops to truly own Satellite, and it's, like, sort of, like, having that be his undoing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not. It's very fun. <laughs> Part of me wishes that, like, he was at, like, his existence was hinted at prior. Because, I mean, it makes yeah, sense he... that they wouldn't really talk about their dead friends. But it really came out of nowhere. And you're like, all right, I guess this guy's here. But, yeah, but for an but for an anime where the dead come back to life, you'd think that they should lay that seed a little bit. Yeah, it's like... Com- it's fine the way it is. Compared to stuff like, you know, the Rex and Rutger st- stuff, which was seeded from the very, very beginning. Kiryu is just like, there and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, I, w- I will say, I mean, not to, like, already get into the Dark Signers, but, like, the fact that these very much are, like, actual dead characters who are brought back to life, like, that's, that's cool, because, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! deals with the afterlife, Duel Monsters deals with the afterlife, mm-hmm. so having that c- come back in, like, this much more twisted way was mm-hmm. very entertaining, mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. literally have to die to be able to have these powers. Uh- I thought that was neat. Yeah, I think yeah. something really interesting to me about uh, the whole about the enforcers is just that they're in theory there just could have been another anime set before this one about these guys just going <laughs> yeah. through satellite fighting all these gangs. It wouldn't even would have been kind of a tournament arc. Yeah, Yu Gi Oh three Ds and the D stands for dude. <laughs> What's that, Sarah? I said it would have been kind of a tournament arc, but the tournament is like, we're going to take over the city now. No, I, I don't want to... I, I said this before. I don't want a prequel anime about Team Satisfaction. I want a video game where you're like having to yeah, take yeah, over the yeah. entire city with these guys. Yeah, uh, a, a veritable Saints Row of uh, of uh, gang warfare. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's called Duel of the Roses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, except you're taking over fucking France. Um... I am excited at the prospect of Kiryu being alive and around now. And, like, Crow was a Dark Sider, so Kiryu is the only one of the original Enforcers uh, that what? is not a Crow's Dark never Sider. a Dark Sider. What? He is not. Crow's never a Dark Sider. Crow's a Sider. Sorry, a regular Sider. Oh, yeah, okay. I misspoke. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited for, for the gang to be kind of 
back together, but also split apart in a way. Um, I, I hope Kiryu's around in in the future series. That would be quite nice. Not hopeful, but eh. um, next <laughs> subheading is Misty Treadwell. So that's Misty and her brother, who Aki killed slash didn't kill. I like her. Yeah, uh, I like her. I think her insistence on constantly telling Aki that it's her fault her brother died and like not giving a single fucking inch and only finding the truth out until the very end when she's just constantly like antagonizing her. I was like, all right, you, you want to give us a little bit more Aww. explanation, please? But I, she's fun. I feel like this is like the Aki stuff is only really starting. I feel like let's like, hope if five D's had actually ended here, I would have been really, really mad that the like Aki like psychic duelist I, I was brainwashed into a cult all that stuff mm-hmm. and like oh my the leader of the cult unlocked my powers for real now and then i did nothing with them um like there's a lot of loose threads there that i'm very much hoping that they kind of get back onto yeah. and develop they'll, they'll find she's okay they'll find her <laughs> they'll find her brother in one of those black sites eventually yeah on one of those farms upstate yeah <laughs> you're right uh-huh yeah, the, the, uh, on, the, on the boat. Yeah. So yeah, next subheading is Gregor, the bomber stuff. Remember his village? He's cool. I like him. Yeah. I like him. He's cool. He's fun. I, 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 I would have loved to have had more of Gregor. Uh, you love to see a character whose ideals are twisted by a sense of revenge. I, cause, yeah, because Gregor was Dark Sider and then died mm-hmm. and is now back. Yeah, no, he, 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 he's fine. He came back. Oh, he's back. He, he came back wrong, but then he came back right. He's dead, but he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's dead, but he's fine now. Yeah. I, Good shit. Yeah. I have to uh, air something. I have a lingering... I get the feeling that I can't confirm this any in any way because I just don't remember. I get the feeling we're not going to see any of the Dark Signers again besides, like, Carly, maybe. That, like, doesn't, like, surprise me. Mm-hmm. I... Hmm. Like, like it makes me mad, but I'm like, yeah, that sounds a bite, right? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're gonna see Kiryu again. I God, I hope so. Um, I hope so. He he's got a neat story going on. It feels like he's part of the crew. I don't know if he is part of the crew though. Misty's dead. Like maybe he can take up Crow's old post of like the guy who hangs out with him that doesn't have a signer mark. But yeah. especially with Crow having a signer That's mark a now, it just feel. I I don't know. I. I like I'd like to see him show I feel like he's gonna be like a Duke Devlin kind of guy where like he's mm. ostensibly part of the gang and he's around but he barely I was shows about up. to say like there's no way that they would make someone who is that married to the protagonist of the show just disappear uh-huh. forever but hey yeah where'd Johan go uh-huh hey Judai where'd Johan go hey Jaden <laughs> yeah he, he, he had to go he had to go back he had to go back to America or wherever <laughs> He went to his home planet. Mm-hmm. He had to go back wrong. It's okay, you bells here now. Yeah, if like mm-hmm. if if I was Kiryu in this situation, I would be so fucking mad that yeah, no all shit. the three members of the gang that I was basically the leader of now are now all like mystical fucking signers with signer powers, and I don't get one because I died and got mad about it. I would be so mad and like I would become the main villain of the next series, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. No, mm-hmm. but I do. I do. I, I don't think well, I really hope he's not just like going to disappear forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's all the kind of main backstory subheadings on the article here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, fuck. Demok's still around. Who? Monkey guy. Who? Oh, yeah. I do remember him, but like the guy that he, the guy that Luna and Luga fought. Yeah, but like, Monkey did he Man. do anything? Did he have any connection to the main characters? Did he? No, but he's alive. Well, he was the dude who was fucking up the spirit world, so he he, he has a connection to Luca. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. I guess he's alive though. I feel like I. What if we see him? Okay, what if he uh-huh. comes back and none of the other Dark Siders come back? <laughs> like Carly's not there. <laughs> ten out of ten. But we got too uh-huh. much. Oh man, keep him guessing. Swear upon uh-huh. us. Um. Yeah. Um. We could do some predictions. Should we do questions or oh, questions? Yeah. Let's do, let's some... do questions. Let, yeah. Questions. And questions then predictions. I questions think. Yeah. then predictions. Yeah. yeah I'll yeah, open yes. up. Uh, I'll open up the document. Yeah. Get the, get that doc ready, Dan. Yeah. We never made a Twitter post, so we can we can. Yeah. Just I did. I just right did like that. a quick at here in the Discord for anyone who's yeah who's happens to be on right now. 
we have Discord questions. We don't have any Twitter questions. Um, I believe that this is the first question that's like wrap up related. It comes from Kirby the Cleric, who says, "How many friendship points do you need typically before you can cash them in to get your friend to help you move a couch up a flight of stairs?" Well, what two thousand? I would just, I would just do it. It, it really depends on like. Uh... It depends on who you're friends with. Uh, like, certain character, characters will have different levels, and, you know, like, the accrual okay. of points will also just vary, because you have to, like, figure out what they like and what they don't like. Crow would just mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Jack Atlas... Crow would just do it. Would not just do it. Jack Atlas would never do it. Jack Atlas would never touch a card. Um... My friends would all do it because we're gay communists and that's Praxis. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's the thing. I would just do it. Like, if someone joined my workplace and I know them for a week and they asked me to help them move, like, if they're asking me to help them move, that means, like, they genuinely want help. And I'm like, yeah, I'll help you move it. I don't really know you that well, but, like, it's the right thing to do. I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! show about friendship. I understand how this works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No points needed, baby. You're moral and ethical. Yeah, I went to Catholic school. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Colon, a show about friendship. <laughs> I, I'm i just, uh, I think I would need more than Max just because I, well, one, I'm not, I, I don't think I, I, I'm worried about my own capabilities. I'm worried about transportation costs. Uh, I'm worried if I'm getting more out of this than just beer and pizza. Yeah, mm. I was about to say the price is the same as always. It's beer mm. and pizza. It's, be- it's beer and pizza. That's like the that's the sort of societal toll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's so a- how many friendship points um, is beer and pizza worth? Now we're starting to get into exchange rates. Mm. Actually, I think it would be enough. <laughs> yeah, beer and pizza sounds pretty good to me I'm, right now, Chief. I am not an accountant, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't. Mm-hmm. We're we're not qualified to exchange beer and pizza not quite to friendship. Qualified points. to make these extensions. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, next question. Um, just be nice to your friends. Kirby, Kirby the Cleric also... Just be nice to your friends. It's not hard. Uh, Kirby the Cleric also asks, after a season of 5Ds, do you have a favorite Synchro Summon monster card? Cheating Shrimp. Pretty good. The Cheating Shrimp kicks ass. Just because it cheats. Um, I mean, it's really hard to beat Junk Warrior. Yeah. Like, you see him all the time, but he's just... It's just he's I mean, how cool can you say no man. to Nitro Warrior? The greatest card that has ever been designed. Now, <laughs> was I will say, fuck that one. But but the uh, the uh, Turbo Warrior, I believe he's called, with like the fucking metal pompadour. That guy beats ass. Mm-hmm. Was the cell phone guy uh, a synchro? I don't remember. That guy ruled. I love the I cell phone. I, guy. I don't remember guy. which of Lewis guys were synchros or not. I think um, I think it's Crow's bird guys are the mm-hmm. coolest guys. He has a cu- he has some certified. Though I do yeah. the guy with the like crotch window, pretty. Good. I I, mm-hmm. I do love it. I know we've talked about this before that his guys <laughs> range from literally a man in feathers to just a bird. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so right, good. it's the, it's the it's the Digimon yeah. gamut. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go for Junk Warrior as well, though. He's classic. He's cute. He's charming. Yeah. We love to see him. We yeah, no, my, my my answer my answer is is Turbo Warrior above Junk Warrior. He's ah, he's fucking so cool, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at him right now. I love him. Still sticking with with the Birdman. I can't remember any of their names, but they were very cool. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Dan? I'm just looking at the name of this guy. Uh, I think it's uh oh hey Power Tool Dragon. That's oh, yeah. one of them. Ah, oh, fucking love. Power I will Tool say Dragon. I think Power Tool mm-hmm. Dragon has one of the better dragon oh, designs. Shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Partial Dragon should have been a Sandra Dragon. Yeah. The unofficial D. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the sixth D, even though we haven't seen the fifth D. The lowercase D. Yeah, yeah. I guess we haven't seen... Did we not see a dragon in the... No, we don't know who Crows Wait, is. Wait, hang on. Yeah, we haven't seen Crows Shit! D. I hope we find out. Unless Crow gets Stardust and Yusuke gets a different, but cooler dragon. Maybe it's like a cool it's actually just a, It's actually just a really big crow. And it's like, that's uh-huh. a dragon. Oh, that's pretty good. Crow dragon. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be... I mean, birds used to be dinosaurs. So that's maybe it's right. going to be like uh, one of... Uh, one of... Uh, who is it? Uh, who had the... Uh, maybe it's going to be one of like Roman's cards or something. Uh, since he had the mark before did Crow did. Did he have cards? 
I guess he had. Well, he didn't summon dragons. He just summoned like those two, the 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 moon and the sun dragon. But they're not like yeah. D's. They're just okay. I'm going, they're, they're lowercase D's. I'm thinking. Um, um wait, this is a D and D monster. Fuck. Okay, but this is based on the Aztec Do, guy. Dra- <laughs> dragon to dragon. Yeah, dragon. But the Quattle. Um, yeah. Yeah, Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, which like comes from Aztec mythology. Yes. Mm. And That's it's right. basically a big dragon with feathers on it. What has feathers? Birds. Damn, you cracked it. Mm. So I think that Crow is going to have one of those, but like the original version. But now atheists. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, f- I feel like that is very likely, if only because the way they competently designed these decks, it would make sense for Crow's guy to be a bird so yeah. it can work with like, all those other birds. If the dragon was a bird, it would be the, the shit. The shit? No! The sick guy. If a dragon was a bird, would it wear pants like this or like this? Absolutely. Uh, counter counter argument, it might be like a worm. Like with a Y? Yeah, like... Would you still love, still me, love if, me if I was a worm with a Y? Yes. Would you Would you still love me if the early bird got um, me? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but like feathered. I don't really know where we landed there, but I can tell you that Dark Arm Dad asks, are there any cards the protagonists have used so far that you would like to see more of? Caribbean. We really mm. haven't. She seen doesn't do anything. That's right. Oh, yeah. Done. One and done. Caribbean. I love Caribo <laughs> cards. I'd love to see more of them. Use Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I'm begging you, Lua. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. It, it's less a card I want to see more of. I just want to see Ushio do more duels, like for for the protagonists using like a, a retooled cop deck. Yeah. When's Ushio gonna get like pig dragon or something? You know. <laughs> What's a uh, cop themed uh, dragon? Oh, oh, when pigs fly? <laughs> when pigs fly? <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Um, All right. Good work, team. <laughs> Riding this hog. But, uh, but, but, uh, but. Oh, gee, 5Ds is an anime about riding hog. Riding his hog. Uh, something, something bottom <laughs> Ushio, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> confirmed, yeah. confirmed. Hmm, we'll workshop it. We have plenty of time. I want to see less of Nitro. I want to see way less of that guy. Like, never again. <laughs> Amounts of that guy. Never, 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 ever, ever, ever again. Listen, this is this is a very bug-like design, and you have to understand how bad it is to have a bug-like design that Max never wants to see again. Yeah, it's like Scyther, but, like, if you dumped him in the Joker vat, Awful. he sucks. Wretched. Dan, are there any cards protagonists have seen so far that you want to see more of? Trying to think. Uh... I I generally like uh, Junk Synchron a lot. I just like seeing him. Oh yeah, I mean uh, we see him every duel, but we should see him like twice a duel. Wait, he's he's nice. Or am I thinking of Junk Tuner? Let me see. Oh wait, no, they're different. The tuner junk, junk Synchron is the tuner. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I I love that guy. So it's Junk Synchron, and then it tunes into mm-hmm. Junk Warrior. Junk Synchron is so nice with it. He's so cute. Uh, I want to see more of. That one, that one, like, freaky bird guy Crow has that has an onion head. <laughs> They're all creepy. I just want to mm-hmm. see Crow's birds. I really hope uh, Crow is, like, proper main character status from now on. He's gotta be. He's a signer. He, he is. Yeah. I can, I, I can tell you with absolute certainty yes. he is. Explain, Yay! explain what birds are creepy and which are what. <laughs> I, I assure you, ma'am, they're perfectly good birds. It's a good bird, sir. Uh, um... <laughs> St- Stabrina asks, how hard do you think the speed duelers marked out when they watched Victory Gundam and saw the motorcycle mechs and battleships? I'm going to pass on this one. I yeah, also a pass. No, of Victory yeah, this, this, is one for, this is one for Max. Yeah, I'm going to show you an image of a guy from Victory Gundam called the Gedlov. Uh-huh. Um, what if, you know General Grievous's cool bike from Star Wars? Mm-hmm. No. The Jack Atlas has? Yeah, the, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, sorry, I'm not a nerd. All right, well, you're doing a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, so jury's The one out. that's a big wheel. <laughs> yeah, you think? You think? Um, yeah, so I'm posting an image of the Gedlov, which is basically if a Gundam had Jack Atlas's bike. So this is Gundam's <laughs> skill and size. Yes. Not to, like, uh-huh. reach back into 15-year-old memories, but this is the, like, jerk-off bike from South Park. Yeah. A mm-hmm. little bit. We all have to confront that. Yeah. Um, hey, it's it's a long-standing type of uh, motorcycle in science. But, but they do have um, they do also have like battleships that have just like giant fucking wheels, like 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 an inline skate is kind of thing. It's weird as hell looking. Um, I mean, yeah, big wheels are cool. That's just like they will keep on spinning. Like, big wheel keep on spinning. Big wheel keep on spinning. The automotive industry is killing. 
Hmm? I was just, Sabrina, I can confirm that when it, I eventually do return to Wild Cool Robot to watch Victory Gundam, I will be marking out when I see the motorcycle mechs and battleship. So that's kind of like a future yeah. um, thing that will happen. Yeah, put a put a pin put in a that one. In. Put a pin in. Not in the tire. It's going to pop. Ah! Uh, not if you keep it in there. K-Shadow VA. <laughs> no, that's true. K-Shadow VA asks, out of all the young kid characters, original GX and 5Ds and Mokuba and Yugi included so far, which ones are the most baby? I'm going to give it to Luca and Lua. Hey, Luca and Lua, really, uh, they baby. Mm, they're so baby with it. Specifically, Leo, to me, is the most baby. Because he's not a signer. <laughs> yeah, he's not even a signer. He, he just likes playing the card game and he's not good at it. I was going to say, if we were specifically talking about like the anime, I also might give a shout out to Rebecca Hawkins, oh, yeah. who is pretty baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think it's going to be Luca and Lua to me. Because Mokuba... I, th- I think what makes them so baby is that, like, they have parents that are just gone all the time. So they're just, like, little kids in this giant fucking apartment, like, left to their own devices mm-hmm. when they shouldn't be. Like, you know, Mokuba they're... was always hanging out with Kaiba, and Sho was always, like... He was a student at high school. He was just small. Sho is not but... baby. He, he's the who, who's the baby of, of of GX though. There is no baby. There doesn't mm. need to be a baby. It kind of is show though. I feel like show is the requisite baby in GX. By default, even he's not a baby. default baby. But he has to fill. Well, the that's baby not role. true. Um, it's it's what's her face? Oh, the the first year who joins in second oh, year. Oh shit! Oh oh oh, Ray. Yeah Ray. Yeah. yeah yeah. But like it, show yeah. show is not baby. Sorry, show is like show yeah. is the same yeah. age as the protagonist. That's not baby. And also the same mm. age as Sayo. Who's 15. Um, uh-huh. Right, uh-huh. as we know, as is established by the yeah. show. That's not baby. It's That's Lu- not baby. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Lua. It's Leo. Yeah. He's the most baby. Yeah, I will say, uh, I in in regards to this question, I do rec- look forward to Zexel because uh, the the Zexel per tag is very baby in a way that, uh, in, in a way that uh, uh, Leo very much is. Yuma? Yuma, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yuma balls. He's he's fun. Yeah. He's just a dumb little kid, and he's trying his best. Uh, let's see. Hornmeister asks, which character would be best at Magic: The Gathering? Who'd be the worst? And the composition of host of the time recording allows for it. What colors do those characters play? I don't think any of us play Magic. Okay, magically. so you do, Sarah. I, you know, Aki. It. No, Aki I, would be the best. I think that Jack Atlas would be the best at Magic: The Gathering yeah. because mm-hmm. he has the most money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aki, yeah. Aki would be the best because she cheats psychically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, she, obviously, Aki plays green because plants. Green black. Um, yeah, yeah. Jack Atlas plays white because white, like white blue or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he plays white blue. Aki plays uh, green black. Green black's my favorite way to play. Jack Atlas has white boy swag. Mm-mm-mm. I feel like you say is like he's like the mechanic. And there's because there's a lot of I don't know, like there's a lot of like colorless mechanic monsters. Like you say, would play some unhinged like colorless five color bullshit. There. Yeah, I was gonna say you, yeah, you say plays five color. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. each of the signers plays one color, and then they all make red. <laughs> they all because that's the crimson dragon. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, Lou and um, Luca are kids, so they probably play like one colors. Like the they're like just blue, their favorite color. I think they're blue green. What? Because that's they're their like, hair that's color. That's our hair color. Yeah, they're like teal. Yeah, one of them's blue, the other's green. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm blue and I'm green. The teal siblings. The teal. <laughs> exactly. The teal siblings. Um, uh, Crow. Te- Crow has red energy. Or black. Does, I mean, I, his whole things are like black feather, though. You play red. I black. feel like it has to be black. That's a trait. But I guess I. Wh- what are birds in Magic? Are they white? Yeah, Wyatt has a lot of birds. I feel like he'd be white then, just because like the color black, yeah. but. Birds can be any color, really. Uh huh. That's uh, yeah. Somebody like color. Tricolor, really. maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck about magic. I play Pokemon. TCG. Max, like me, not a nerd. <laughs> yeah, no, so I'm a fucking. I'm. I'm jock as hell. Yeah. The ch- the chads of the Yu Gi Oh podcast. Are right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um. The next question. Uh, from Teddy. Do you want to take it out? Oh, I can answer this one. Uh, Teddy asks. Who is more divorced, Sid and Nero from Final Fantasy XIV Online, or Jack Atlas and Yusei? And I can say, absolutely, it is Sid and Nero. Sid and Nero are have divorced, married, divorced again. 
Uh, Jack Atlas and Yusei are only on their mm. first divorce. Fair. I don't know shit about FF14. Yeah, I, I, so. I gotta hand that no. to you completely and entirely. Yeah, yeah. I could talk about other Final Fantasy characters, but... Is there anyone notably not- divorced? Um... Uh, yeah, is there anyone you can think uh, of? Like, um, uh... Arden and Reality from 15. Fucking shit. Yeah. T- T- Noctis and Luna when Leviathan showed up in Altissia. <laughs> Uh-huh. They're not divorced. He's a widower. <laughs> um, it's Dino Morbin time. Asks with season one fully in the books. How do you feel about riding duels? Card games on motorcycles is the big five D's meme. But how well do you think it's implemented? What changes would you make to improve the format or make speed spells more interesting? Finally, would you try riding duel if given the chance? I think it's cool. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I think it's cool. Yeah, they did a good. good I would job. absolutely do it. Um, one thing I would love to see the anime do more of, which the manga actually does very well, is put a bigger emphasis on the physicality of it, um, which we mm. got to see a little bit towards the end of this season, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with people like pushing each, each other into firewalls, literal firewalls, um, <laughs> yeah. and such, but the manga has a lot of stuff where it's like, you can win... Not just by beating people in duel monsters, but just by making them wreck. Mm. Right. Like, making them mm-hmm. crash. And I think, particularly given the stakes in 5Ds, if there's one thing I'd say, it's like, I would love to see, particularly more from the villains, them just being, actually, fuck this. And, like, mm. trying yeah. to, like, physically harm the protagonists. Because you see the protagonists win duels by cheating. You don't often see the villains try and fight duels by cheating, too. Cheating in a different way of just, like, it's not even forget cheating. about the entire framework of the game. I'm just going to kill you. Yeah, it's not <laughs> even cheating. Like, that's allowed. In again, as soon as um, Speed World is played, that's a PvP-enabled zone. Anything goes. There are <laughs> right, no rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, you you have like- entered the RuneScape wilderness. You know when we spent the first sort of like 20 minutes of this episode comparing Duel Monsters GX and 5Ds? Like the answer to all those questions is do either they're pretty se- proceeding to have card games and motorcycles, do they have bikes? No. Job done. Um, it's just mm-hmm. it's just cool and fun and fresh and good. And it works. And they make it work. Yeah. I hope they get to do a speed duel in Bonsi on time. I can't remember. Oh man, and like Yugi and Judai are like, what the fuck is this? Yugi's not allowed to participate because he can't fit a helmet over his hair. Sidecar. He's he's too small to fit fit on the bike. My memory is that they do not. (laughs) But Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised, but it has been twelve years since I saw that movie, so (laughs) I feel like you'd remember it if it happened. Didn't it come out in what, twenty ten? Probably. Twenty eleven? But I, I think yeah. I think my my point really is that there is a specific opportunity with speed duels um, to have real physical consequences in a way that normal duels do not, um, and I don't see that used as much as I think it could be. The, listen, folks, the yeah. next arc is is titled World Racing Grand Prix in the wiki article, so that sounds pretty fucking good. Cool, hell yeah, yeah. That's all I have to um, say. Hornmeister asks, best dragon? It, it's Black Rose. Power tool. Of the 5Ds, it's Black Rose. It's... Yes. Oh, shit. I think Power Tool is actually cooler than Black Rose. Yeah, I, I do like Power Tool Dragon a lot. I think if I were to go over a best dragon in the show overall, it's that one. I'm... Ancient Fairy Dragon really grew on me. I I I'm I know Sarah. I think I'm with you. Ancient Fairy Dragon's fucking yeah, sick. I, I do like Ancient Fairy Dragon. She's weird. Ancient Fairy Dragon's pretty cool. She talks, but She's I still weird. like Black Rose Dragon more. Yeah, like objectively yeah. cool is Black Rose Dragon. Like you know, she looks like a pop punk emo band album mm-hmm. cover personified. Um, mm-hmm. but I do, I think my favorite one is is, is 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 Ancient Fairy Dragon, or alternatively the cool. Feathered Quetzalcoatl dragon that Crow's gonna get next season, definitely for sure. That's yeah. you know definitely, what? Put that yeah. on my predictions. W- God, I'm gonna be so mad if his dragon ends up being. Bad. <laughs> or if he just doesn't get one because he I like think... missed the chance. He, no, he's gonna get uh, one. It's called Five Ds. I just, I know he gets one. I just don't remember uh, anything about it. What I really like about yeah. um, Black Rose Dragon is how not Trump Cardi it is. 
Like, it gets yeah. summoned and defeated all the time. Like, it yeah. is yeah. It is hardly... I, I, all of them kind of do. It, but, yeah, but, like, Black Rose Dragon in particular, I feel like, is hardly an insurmountable wall, but it is still mm-hmm. used very well. That that is that is I think a hallmark of what makes five D so fun is that like all these ace monsters they don't often they don't always win the duel with these ace monsters the ace yeah. monsters are there to turn the tides but like they exist to serve a purpose and a lot of the times that is to get sacked and that is so cool because like you didn't really see that in GX or duel monsters whenever dark magician or neos would die they'd be like oh fucking god damn it dude this sucks what am I gonna do now but now it's like oh you fall on my trap you buffoon you dullard I yeah. wanted my dragon to die it feels. Much more like a real Yu-Gi-Oh! Joke. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Who could say? As, as we have discussed. <laughs> uh, um, Catherine Teradyne asks, now that the bridge to satellite has been built, how do you foresee society change in the next season? It doesn't. Season? Welcome to capitalism hell. It doesn't. Welcome to dystopia, babe. Uh, there's like a $20 toll on the bridge. Yeah. It gets worse. Oh, it gets worse. Exorbitant. Mm. God. Um, I, I am curious how things will develop. There's one thing I specifically remember that I can't really elaborate on. All I remember is something about uh, a duel that takes place on a highway specifically for doing speed duels on. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Autobahn of Yu-Gi-Oh. Hell yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Nuremberg Ring of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. Do you see the Nuremberg Ring? Yeah. Is it that how it's called? Yeah. Nurburg. I, I remember one of the complications of that duel is that uh, Carly just gets on there with her car so she can record the fight or something. Oh no, you can't do that, and Carly. That's not allowed. You're gonna die, Carly, if you do that. <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. You're game call- too strong. They'll kill you. They call the Nurburg ring the green hell, and this is the greed hell. Ah! Mm. Pretty good. Um, Last question from Crash Underride. What bridge do we have to build to instantly repair, repair class division? There is nothing you can do. Um, I don't think we, we have a to. bridge I made mean, of the bones of a lot of people. Yeah, here's, boy. Here's the thing. It, it's not just the one bridge. Right. There's a lot of bridges that need to be built. A lot yeah. of bridges. Literal in terms of, uh, of, uh, in terms of infrastructure, metaphorical in terms of class solidarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's, uh, you know, you, you gotta, like, uh, uh, work on some rail lines as well. Yeah. You gotta uh, have rail. This is, there is no single bridge and there is no instantaneous. Mm-hmm. Each of us has to find a bridge yeah. to build. Uh, th- that's, that's the theme of next year, building bridges. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> 2024 pot of greed what if we did uh-huh. like um, a really bim, does sound like- yeah i'm a bim bam bit where we named every year mm-hmm. yeah well this is the year of 5d's nuts no that's 2025 20, uh 2025 d's nuts 2024 yeah. is we'll be on zale by then yeah well it could still be 2025 d's nuts it'll still be 2025 d's nuts it'll be like a throwback yeah. thing um, 2024 oh, it'll be is retro by that point. 2020. I will say, based on how the schedule is going, I think we might, we might have to do like a bit of a five Ds in early 2025, but I'm not sure. I, no, we're gonna, we're like half of 2020, half of 2025 is gonna be five Ds. Um, I I do have a pitch for 2024, which is 2024 20. Nice, Blizzard. Uh. Okay. Actually, yeah, I twenty twenty four twenty pot of weed. I, I, oh yeah. yeah, oh fuck yeah, dude, let's go. I have a question for does yeah. does do any of you guys still watch Mavembam? And can you tell me what they started doing when it was the twenty twenties? Oh yeah, no, it was uh, um, it was um, I think twenty twenty was twenty funny. Yeah. Um, twenty twenty one was twenty on the run. Okay. Twenty twenty two, no. 20 Big Dog Run. Okay. Uh-huh. 2020... I, I don't remember what 2022 is, but 2023 is um, 20 Surf and Sea. Okay. Or 20 Sun and Sea Surf the Vibe. Yes, that's what it was, yeah. Surf the Vibe. Okay, so they just they just kept yeah. kept rhyming with something. Yeah, tw- 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 20, 20, 20 Sun and Sea Surf the Vibe. So so next year is 202420 Pot of Weed. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. 202420 Pot of Weed. Yeah, even if we... That's going to be a really good episode yeah. title. 202420 <laughs> Pot of Weed. Listen, we are halfway to... We are more than halfway to getting to... Wait, actually, no, we're not. We're not. Uh, 
Well, yes, we are. We are. We are more than halfway. We've passed episode 220 or 210. 210. Yep. So we are on our way to, uh, we are definitely on our way to what? episode 420. What did we do for Just si- five more years of podcasting and we'll, we'll be able to do episode five 420. Five more years. Five more years. Five oh. more years. A 10 year anniversary of Pot of Green. <sighs> I'm. I will say I fucking hate weed. Um, I don't like doing weed, mm-hmm. but sometimes you gotta. Yeah, you gotta. If you get the nice gummies, it's yeah. okay. Sometimes I only trust Fallon's edibles. <laughs> Literally nothing in, else. In Fallon's edibles, we will trust. I live down the road from a dispensary, and that's pretty nice. Well, happy, Same. happy. Hell yeah! Twenty twenty four twenty pot of weed. <laughs> that's such uh-huh. a good episode. It's title. so good to say. I can't it's stop really good. it. <laughs> I kind of feel like we should have that be this episode yeah, title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it has to be. Yeah. It, it's it's yeah. like a sneak preview. Before we yeah. end and have to stop saying 2024, 20 Pot of Weed, uh, do you want to do some predictions? Mine is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool Feather Dragon. You, yes. Um, so uh, before we start, uh, I do want to note we have, I just want to read off this prediction that uh, Sarah gave at the end of GX. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> It's in the gay space future. Most conflict is solved between rival biker gangs through dueling. I think aliens are there. They won't go to space, but it will be hinted that they'll go to space later. There is a point system where you have to do a certain number of duels a year to stay in Bike City. That's true. Uh, that happens. Uh, <laughs> you truly are the foulest man in New Bike New City. <laughs> much to take in. So I'm abstaining from predictions because I know too much. Yeah, you, you know it. Yeah, I don't know everything, but I know too much. <laughs> it's a cool thing to put on uh, a t-shirt. So uh, who would like to go for... <laughs> mm-hmm. my, my prediction is that one of the opponents, not card or anything, is going to be a literal god. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, I think, I I predict that they are going to have an arc outside of Domino. Like, they're going to travel to a different part of the world. And space, like, we maybe? See what, like, oh? I don't know. I don't think they're going to go to space. I don't think they're going to go to space. Think they're going to get a Peru? I, I, th- I think they're just going to go, like, maybe they go to, like, the Andes or something. Because that would be very cool. Because it's like, Andy's nuts. we were like, hey, let's. Let, 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 let's <laughs> Andy's nuts. Let's like find out more about these dragons. Let's go and like see the Nazca lines ourselves. I mean, I don't know if the Nazca lines are gonna be involved, but I think they're gonna go to the Andes and like, you know, figure it out and like l- learn more about mm. what these dragons is. I think Ushio's gonna learn Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, he's gonna have a Rohan Kishibe Heaven's Door of Spanish into his brain. Right. It's <laughs> uh, my prediction. Okay. Right <laughs> <laughs> the crossover event of the century. Hey, Rohan Kashiba is just going to be here for no reason. Rohan Kashiba is going I mean, he's to in be part here nine. for no reason. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> he does show up in part nine. Oh yeah, they had new. Ro- I need to catch up part nine. Um, it's, it's weird. Good. It's good. Perfect for twenty twenty four twenty pot of weed. Um, mm. what a year. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I got I'm nothing trying else. Trying to think. Um, I think. We're going to meet another ex of Yusei's. Ooh. Oh, one can only hope. We got Jack. We got Kiryu. I think we have another one coming down the pipeline. I mean, if things don't pan out with Aki, that's one right there. Oh, I forgot they fucking set up some if, if, if they if, 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 if they If they start and then they stop, I guess. Aki's a lesbian. Actually, actually, I've got a prediction. Um, Next arc or season, they're really going to chunk it with the girls. They're gonna fuck it up so bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I, it's, that's been hinted at by members of our Discord. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe I do know too much. Maybe I have subliminally absorbed too much. Um, but I'm yeah, just you, saying, you, you people in Discord gotta say a little bit less to us. It's it's honestly a, it's just a fair prediction yeah, to be making with you. Yeah, I think my prediction is we've had it far too good for too long with women, in Yu-Gi-Oh terms. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, on that note. Um, thank you for listening to Pot of to Twenty Twenty Four Twenty Pot of Weed. Um, thank you for listening to this podcast, Pot of Greed. You can find us on uh, Twitter at Pot of Greedcast. You can find our Discord at Kaipa Online. You can find our Tumblr at Pot of where you can ask us questions at all of those places. Um, 
And you can find our Patreon. I am really struggling to remember what we'd say at the end of the episodes. Can I have some help, please? Yeah, well, Patreon, $1 tier uh, bonus episodes. <laughs> That's like uh, Minions. That's Fast and Furious. It's stuff Sarah works on. $5 tier, you can listen in live. Uh, and you get your names read aloud at the end of the episode. We're going to do all that in a sec. $10 tier, you get all that, plus a yearly care package. Uh, I sent them all out finally. Go me. Next year, we have some fucking killer banger plans. Yeah, we God willing, it. won't take as long. Um, and you get your name yeah, right aloud yeah. in the middle of the episode. On a regular episode. This is not a regular episode. But I would now like to take the time to thank oh, all yeah. of our 5 and $10 patrons who are... $10 level, Solid Snack, Danielle Kalaskis, Dylan Orris, Jazz Dumpster, Kether Teradine, Maggie Rice, Nira Wyvern, Pagliacci, Protege, Sabrina Seal, Starvis, and Quatra, and Draven. Uh, and at the $5 tier, Emery, Joel Thomas, Moore, Conting the Morgue, Riley Hopkins, Shadow Sandbag, and Sylvia Crow. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Thanks, guys. Merry, Merry yeah. Quimmus. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Merry speaking Qu- of like... Merry Crisis. Speaking of bonus content, uh, look forward to our Game of the Year episode, which uh, will be going up in a few weeks. so excited for this episode. Yay. Gaming. Gaming! I've played... I've pl- hey, Gaming. I've played more than one game that came out this year. You're the gamer. Let's fucking go. <gasps> I thought I thought you were a jock. What I've- do you mean? Oh. You, have you been? Have you guys been gamers this whole time? Jo- Jocks can game. Jocks can game, Sarah. Jocks can game. Uh, it's it's twenty twenty four. Uh, have you not never heard of Call of Duty, Sarah? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you never heard of Madden? Oh, okay. Sorry, I should be going oh. on there and shouting slurs at teenagers. Um, sorry, you should. Sorry. Or you should be the oh, teenagers right. shouting the slurs. Oh yeah, yeah. If you... <laughs> teenagers love doing that. Um, they they love to do, do it. Um. And now we do personal plugs, I think. Yeah. Just really quick. Me, Max. Uh, yeah. T- Twitter, Tumblr, everywhere else. At MaxiBajillion. Podcast on hiatus. Welcome, Robot. Uh, stay tuned. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, co-host, and Blue Sky Optimum on Prime. Hi, I'm Sarah. You can find me places at Sarah McCostumes. And uh, the first episode of No Peace, my One Piece random watch order podcast came out. So you should go check that out. Yay. Yeah. You will never know never peace. Know peace. Uh, I'm... I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. They're at biggerchallenge.card.co. Uh, listen to my Sonic podcast, The Sonic Shuffle, uh, where we talk about. Uh, well, actually, it's gonna be changing its name soon. I think it's gonna be like uh, the Love Sonic that. Hustle so good. because mm. we're gonna stop doing we're gonna stop doing stuff in a random order, and we're gonna start like uh, uh, approaching things in. Uh, a more specific order, a preordained one that will last us for quite some time. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Great. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, Peach. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Take care. I set myself face down and await the new year. Put my ass in the chimney. Um, I set my face myself face down. And don't do anything because Hanukkah is already over. Oh yeah. I set myself fist on, and you kind of hear like a muffled, and it's just me saying 2024 20 pot of weed, 2024 20 pot of weed over and over again because it's a fucking satisfying say. 2020 for 20? 2020 for 20. 2024 20 pot of weed. 2020 for 20 pot of weed. Fuck! 2024 20 pot of weed. It's good!